Hey, man. And we're back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, and we're going? back. How's it going? <laughs> uh, not too bad. Uh, the queen's dead. Mm-hmm. So Long uh, we actually knew that. What's that? Long live the king. Yes, yes. The, uh, our our very uh, bloated red boy is now king. Mm-hmm. Yep, he is. <laughs> yep. So what have you been up to? Uh, not much. I mean, looking at a lot of dead queen memes. That's been good. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, yeah. You've definitely been. You've been on the beat. Yeah. There, there's, there are so many good ones. I, I am. Yeah. Um, I have to admit that I, I share in the, uh, the irreverent uh, approach to that whole situation. And yep. I know that there are a lot of people that, well, frankly, that look like you and me that are like weirdly sad about it because of that Netflix show and some weird handsome, sort of handsome guys cultural bunch of handsome guys yeah yeah um of a certain complexion who uh are like a really... handsome one yep <laughs> that's yep that's the one the handsome one uh, uh yeah no uh yeah no I, I, like you said to me earlier uh can't really take the whole somber thing seriously yeah yeah it's 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 impossible for me to not yeah. find it hysterical like they're just like I, the worst <laughs> fucking people like on earth well that's the thing it's and and I mean, believe me, I'm sure we've got some UK listeners out there, and I, we yeah. are fully able to intellectualize the, the notion that, like, you know, we have no cultural context for, for revenants, uh, revenants? I don't know, for a royal, mm-hmm. um, and... Reverence. Reverence is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, we don't revere royals, and, you know, but not even in some, like, you know, big, stupid American, like, yeah, 1776 way, like, yeah. it's just a, it's just bad, and they're bad people. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, whatever, I, I, I hear all these people out there that are like, well, you know, <coughs> the institution aside, or, you know, she's still a person, it's like, nope, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't really see oh, it really? that way. The institution yeah, no, side, what the fuck does that mean? Like, Yeah, she, like, <laughs> disinherited her, like, mentally, like, disabled like cousins yeah because uh, they just, just didn't want that. them to like bring shame to the family right and it's like, like they, they didn't even have like they didn't have any money they didn't they were just like at a normal home yeah. for you know mentally handicapped people sure <laughs> like yeah no. they could have at least at least been at a, a royal home for yeah, the mentally or, i mean just, they probably could have had like just living people to help them you know right and they could have stayed with the family well look they with have times the, money. the way they are evan you got to cut corners somewhere yeah okay there's got to be I think, um, some concessions. Um, I like uh, the way Patrick Wyman put it on Twitter. He said, for a lot of people, it's okay when powerful figures and countries do bad things to the less fortunate, as long as they build fancy palaces and patronize art and wear nice clothes. That's a perfectly coherent stance, just one with real ethical baggage, and I wish they'd admit it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. There, there's, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is is how much time and money goes into, especially money, Goes yeah. into like the twenty four seven propaganda machine for any royal family, um, but yeah. specifically um, in countries where that royal family carries a certain degree of of public prestige. Um, yeah. So the UK is a good example. Like Thailand's a really good example, um, and you know all of these uh, images that we have of you know the sort of hyper romanticized. Um, royal lifestyle that's all super intentional you know what i mean yeah it's a psyop right and at the end of the day it's it's 
it's really just some big old bunch of inbred weirdos who's yeah like, they're trying great, to great, convince great the British people to not Romanov them right yeah like <laughs> they're like when they're in reality there are so many good reasons to just cut all their heads off you know yeah, um, yeah. it's like it, that it little norm mcdonald in bit. europe for a while <laughs> did you see that little norm mcdonald bit when he's talking to stephen yeah. merchant you know he's like you ever think about getting a bunch of your mates together and and just going down to that buckingham palace and killing the old bag and stephen <laughs> merchant's like you know to what end and he's just like money <laughs> just you know and it's that's i feel like the best uh summary of it that i've heard it's yeah, like save a lot of money for the british working well class. her funeral is going to cost like billions of pounds you know and and yeah. britain's hurting you know i'm sorry but like this brexit yeah. thing is a fucking joke and and i know i'm I mean, sure having an energy crisis too you know what i mean <laughs> any of you listening from from the commonwealth realms yeah. i'm sure are sitting there like spitting your fucking marmite out of your nose like americans uh, school shootings like yeah also here like yeah. it is also yeah, um, fucking... unbelievably the entire western world yeah sucks it is also dog right shit now. here like we're not uh we're not yeah the whole the it's whole not like an us collapsing. or you thing it's like yeah, yeah i just really want the british people to like come to terms with the fact yeah. that they're just they are like a shittier version of us and we're shitty you know yeah you've yeah, got I castles mean, I, I would castles say that. are fucking I, I imagine sweet. many of our um UK listeners are probably uh, uh, more towards the left uh, part sure. of the spectrum and probably share in some or most or all of our thoughts about the royal family. They do, but do not underestimate like the power yeah. of like anti-American sentiment and like pro-royal oh, sentiment. Oh, they should. They should Even hate for folks America. on the left. I fucking hate America. They should definitely hate America. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. And I'm not, again, that's not even like a, I'm not saying that that's the wrong take, but like it's yeah. it's such a constant you know measuring contest between western countries for like who's the biggest heap of garbage yeah who can eat more <laughs> plates of uh fries with some other kind of fried dish yeah well i you know so we i mean if you're gonna make the food analogy like yeah, yeah. they are bottom of the barrel <laughs> yeah you send me I still so gotta many try pictures the of... kebab though no i gotta try a wigan kebab i wonder I, I wonder if is, if wigan kebab is like a is like a very specific thing or if it's like become a thing that you can just get yeah. anywhere because y you know y i know you've showed me that video yeah it's a pretty yeah my whole thing my only issue with the wigan kebab honestly i've thought about it my only issue with it is is that it's on bread like that meat well, pie is probably tight like i'm fine with that it's just like i yeah. don't want an extra roll to wrap around my fucking pastry i wonder how messy it is it must be very messy Once my you guess is it's extremely pie. dry my yeah. guess is that shit's not messy at all. It's probably whack as fuck. No, I <laughs> think it's delicious. And, like, and that's. I hope you're right. I want your dreams to come true. I have never wished that. And you're... and, uh, and get some smack bomb pee wet. Yeah. What's pee wet? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. So those God, are our thoughts God on the God save UK. the king. And yeah. Uh, we also were. Lastly, I guess I just want to say I think you made the point earlier of how funny it would be if Charles died in like six <laughs> He's months. He's not looking good. Bro. <laughs> no, because he like I remember. Did you see the pictures of him a few years ago when he visited India and like had to yeah. go barefoot? Yeah. Oh and his no. His feet are just like full of fluid. It's just like God. I mean, dude, his hands dude. are those fucking sausage me, mitts. Dude. Let me see if I can just quickly find it. Um, like to be fair, like. King Philip was, like, basically dead for, like, the last few years. Yeah. And, like, those pictures of him in the back of the car where he... It looks like they're driving a corpse around. You know, I guess he <laughs> did live to, like, 100, so, yeah. you know, maybe. 
I'm sure I'm sure they've got the good adrenochrome there that they feed to those <laughs> fucking freaks. Yeah, dude, they've got <laughs> plenty of uh, babies to harvest. Yeah, Let's just see here. snap open some spines and so, suck out the fluid. This is a picture I just sent you of his hand. Yeah, I, I've seen the hand one. Um, the hand one's and then, quite insane. Yeah, when he was in India, thing. he had to go... Look at how pus-filled those hands are. It's it's edema. It's totally just yeah. fluid. It's because he probably has heart issues. Um, or gout, you know? Yeah, it just gout, accumulates thinking, it. yeah. But also, like, cardiac conditions can cause that. Yeah. And then look at... Oh, my own. Look oh at those God. Look at those feeties, brother. Like, he is just chock full of his own juices. He's got some fucked up nails, too. Come on, dude. You got all the money in the world. You can't get some some antifungal shit. Well, you know, I, I've had my battles with having fucked up feet, so I'm not going to, mm. you know, say that it's... And I don't have all the money in the world, but... Uh, it, it's it's they're better now though ladies if you're listening if you're listening, also uh i get nice uh, feet I, now. I get basically like i can get any type of foot stuff that you need if you have no i'm good I, like future. i don't have current. in the future in the future yeah if they were if they recur Some no this is more like wash a, or something i don't know if you've noticed um listeners i'm sure evan has but i periodically like check out of reality and just like am a non-functioning human being so yeah. uh during those Every periods we yeah, every two or three years, you just go through like a few months of uh, existential. Yeah, <laughs> I go, th- yeah, I go through seclu- like a, oh. a six month dark night of the soul. Yeah, you're you're in seclusion in the West Wing. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I sequester <laughs> myself in the wilderness to uh, yeah. to meditate on uh, <laughs> the, on the bottle, <laughs> meaning behind my own existence, um, yeah. and like the pros and cons of of ending it. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, Yep. Yeah, so the royals are fucked. Charles the Third is like a big sausage, and um, yeah, you know, may may his reign be long. long <laughs> may and... he restore. Actually, one last thing. I got a really kind of funny, endearing text from my buddy the other day, yeah. or yesterday, because uh, he was like, "So my daughter is, who I think is twelve or eleven. Is it the like, friend that you always tell me the stories from? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, "So she's really nervous because she thinks that now that." The- now that the queen is dead, that England is going to come back for all their land, and she's freaking out. That's that's not going to happen, right? And I was just like, well, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they want anything to do with that. But, like, no, no. you're good. I, and I said, I'm sure that the new king is a, is a very nice man. And here's the thing. I bet he is in a very specifically <laughs> hilarious way. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he's just a bumbling idiot who's like a, a dullard. Yeah, just like an absolute thumb <laughs> with legs. And, yeah, uh, just a brainless dullard <laughs> just stumbling around. Uh, that was another one of the, the funny, stupid memes I saw. I forget where it came from, but it was like, or maybe it was a tweet. And it was like, you know, say what you will about Elizabeth, but she was a monarch. She was a head of state. She was a, a fuck. I forget what. And a and loving most importantly, she was she was a devoted cousin like, to her husband. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, it's just the the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah, they're they're quite the motley crew over there. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it's been a little while since we've done an episode of Left on Red. Evan's lungs are you're good. You're just yeah. perfectly good now. Yep. Yeah, Evan had a little bout of uh, the pneumonia. I still I still have like a bit of a cough. I technically might still have pneumonia, but it's yeah. like contained. Um, it was yeah. kind of unbelievable once you got the uh, the roids in you, like how quickly Dude, the amount of shit that was coming out of my lungs was insane. I can only imagine. 
You sounded and, awful. I mean, like you sounded really bad, and you were well, like I had clearly mostly fought it off, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it came like screaming back. Yeah, and then I didn't realize that. Now I have asthma, so yeah. <laughs> so the reason I was having trouble breathing was like I was like literally having an asthma attack, and I just didn't know. Yeah. So that was cool. Well, um, but yeah, but it w- it was a real testament to like modern medicine how like. That would have probably just killed you. Like, 200 years ago, you would just be, like, an invalid for the rest of your life <laughs> and then die at 40, <laughs> you know? Get tuberculosis or right, something. Right. You'd, you'd, get, you'd get consumption and just, like, yeah. slowly waste away. Um, and now it's like, okay, take this, and, like, two days later, you're like, cool, dude, let's well, get... Well, I mean, it still does have, like, a 1% mortality rate, but that's usually old people and infants. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't but, listen. Uh, yeah, don't no. don't try to gas. Well, hey man, listen. You know, people die of pneumonia. I could have died of pneumonia. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying. Like even now today, it could still be deadly. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Hey dude, I could die tomorrow, dude. I could die tomorrow, and then you wouldn't really, you wouldn't feel good about joking about yeah, it tomorrow, would you? What if I died in a car accident tomorrow? What if I died tomorrow and I technically had pneumonia? You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be making jokes about it then, would you? Um, <laughs> do you remember anyway, how I so have this little corgi? It just yeah, made me great. think uh, of the queen. Minutes, let's go. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so I wrote this episode. You're showing oh. me your fucking desk shit. No, no, no. That's not for the episode. I just f- oh. noticed it, and the queen had corgis. Anyway, I'm not oh, yeah, like sure. I don't care about that for the show. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I wrote this episode weeks and weeks and weeks ago, and uh, I know we referenced it a while ago, but uh, here we are, um, yep. and we're gonna dive into some. Uh, kind of conspiracy shit and a little history and uh, just talk about a, a topic that I personally find really <laughs> enriching and interesting to discuss. Yep. Um, so without further ado, let's start the show. do you know about cern quite a lot actually um okay. uh i do want to say too uh this is well timed because i started watching the very noited uh netflix show dark oh yeah yeah which, yeah. yeah which is like a german show about this like secret society that's engaged in some kind of conspiracy involving like uh basically like subatomic particle physics yeah. that are like uh that are like discovered within like a nuclear power plant that's like being hidden mm-hmm. includes the Higgs boson. Um, okay. And, uh, that it involves like time travel and this whole like time travel conspiracy with, you know, secret society. It's very, very cool show. Very, it's basically like the movie primer meets twin peaks. Yeah. Which is right up my alley. So, uh, it, it, very well timed that I started that show and we're doing this episode. That's funny. So I started watching that show, um, yeah. and I, I'm 100% sure that this person doesn't listen to, to this, so I'm just going to fucking dunk on one of my ex-girlfriends real quick. So yeah. 
I started watching this show like when it came out with one of my ex-girlfriends who was fluent in German and she was like, let's watch this show. And then we were watching it and obviously I am not fluent in German. So she was watching it in German to like practice her German. And then we put the subtitles on so that I could also watch the show, which is how I would have watched it anyway. Cause I think, yeah. you know, dubbing the is a little rough. Terrible, yeah. yeah. And so we're watching it. And then like an episode in, she's like, you know, uh, I just keep finding myself looking at the subtitles and not, uh, paying attention to the German. Um, so like, you can't watch this with me anymore. And I got That's like, so fucking I got like booted now, which is fine. Cause honestly, I would much rather just sit there and look at fucking dog shit on my phone than watch a tv show and that's gotten me in so many arguments with with girlfriends over the years but like i I don't have the attention span for tv um but like fuck her that was so shitty (laughs) hey let's watch this show and then like immediately just like you know what i'm just gonna watch it without you i can't watch it with you you're too stupid you don't (laughs) anyway i kind of maybe that's a dunk on myself but um so we're we're going to talk today a little bit about CERN. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about which is C E R N CERN. You've probably heard about it. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the European uh, 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 organization for nuclear research. It's it's technically not even C E R N anymore, but it's still CERN. Um, we're going to do a little history, and then we're going to kind of talk about the batshit conspiracy theories that have cropped up around it, um, and a little bit about like how that spreads and why that's. A slippery slope especially for people like us who are you know obviously interested in conspiracies and conspiracy theories um and i think the cern stuff is a really cool example of like when legitimate distrust of like uh, any kind of government organization goes from reasonable to like just viciously unreasonable super quickly and yeah well that stuff spreads so i'll say too that like you know I, i mean i don't really like the term conspiracy theorists in part, I mean, it was quite literally created by the CIA, the term, to, like, shitcoat, like, JFK with, like, like stuff like, uh, you know, I don't know, fucking uh, Nazis on the moon and shit like that. Sure. Um, but, like, you know, so, like, when I, like, look at that, and, you know, I, I wouldn't even really call myself one, which is, I guess, some like, kind of rich to say uh, to somebody who's done an episode on Program to Kill, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, who believes in the general <laughs> thesis of that book. But, I mean, you know... You know, I, the way I look at it is I look at things really just through, like, a Marxist lens. It's all about, like, materialism for me. So, you know, in, I, you know, looking at it through that, it's always, you know, that there's some, you know, the ruling class, but they're engaging in something that specifically furthers their interests generally uh, in order to maintain control over, you know, the economy sure. and, and, you know, and markets. And so, uh, basically, I you know, that's a reason that, like, I don't give a shit about, like, moon uh, moon landing, like conspiracies. <laughs> Dude, that's why I don't really give a shit about moon. Fuck the moon. Um, <laughs> I just think moon sucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm talking about the movie starring Sam Rockwell. Oh, yeah. no. Um, the, like, I, first of all, I don't give a shit one way or the other whether the moon landing is true or not. Yeah. I think it, I, I, I would probably lean towards it being real. I can totally see it being fake, but the thing is, it doesn't interest me in any way because... For the, like, there's, it, it's not materialist. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, there's no, like, real material analysis. Like, what would be gained from faking it is just to, like, kind right. of win the space race that was already lost is, like, the only thing yeah. that you can do. Like, the Soviets had the first uh, satellite. They had the first man in space. And so, like, I, know, I can see maybe... But at that point, too, like, in the late 60s, Things were already like really turning towards the United States. Yeah. Like the Soviet Union wasn't collapsing yet at this point. It would still be a few more years. 
but they were definitely, you know, it was in the late 60s, early 70s where they began to really fall behind. So when I look at something like that, like, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally feel the same way. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny to me that, and I, I don't feel the same way with the same level of, like, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, we're 65 episodes in. I'm sure everybody's gathered yeah. that, like, Evan is way better at theory of everything than me and just <laughs> is the smarter guy on the show. But um, I... I totally agree that like it's almost like an Occam's razor approach and maybe that verges on materialism but the idea that like I don't see it's a little different but like I don't I don't see the value in something that elaborate which frankly like a lot of the theories surrounding like you know Kubrick and whatever and faking the the moon landing (laughs) just weren't technologically feasible unless you just uh, take for granted that there was like secret development of like advanced film to you know down to like the lighting not even being available like that type of the lighting that would have been required didn't exist yet you know things like that like really basic filmmaking technology that just wasn't available and so unless you have this this inherent conceit that like well of course you know not that we know of like the government must have had it like sure then fucking anything can be true but why why would they have exactly like why why i mean like because at that point well, here's the thing. At that point, the amount of money and research that would have been required to create the film set and the film technology to fake the moon landing in the 60s would have cost more money than just going to the moon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was cheaper to just do it than to fake it. Yeah, so, I, I mean, could they have? Sure. But, like, again, yeah, I mean, like, what's, you know, the, what's there, the game there? Yeah, I mean, there's if it comes to something like aircraft... Like the government was uh, was working on like drone technology in the 60s, like that was clearly like way ahead of the game, and that's also you know kind of like uh, with the whole like UFO thing, right? Was a shit coat of you know just advanced like uh, aeronautical research, yeah, by the U.S. Um, But yeah, it's just like, but that's one that like you said before, Occam's Razor. I don't like to uh, apply Occam's Razor to specific cases. I think if you look at something on the whole, like if you look at the entirety of things, mm-hmm. Occam's razor makes sense. Sure, uh, it, but if you look at specific cases, I, I don't think it's a way a good way to do it. You need to go the facts, like you need to take all the facts, you know, go step by step as to how things happen. So I don't think Occam's razor works on individual cases. I think it's broadly true when you look at everything. Sure, um, but uh, yeah, no, it's just like that's one that's like I just don't see what's gained. Like you know, what I yeah. mean? it just seems like a lot of effort to gain nothing. The only thing that you could gain is prestige. Or maybe funding for NASA, stuff right. like that, and then which clearly wasn't even that important. All right, then I, you know, if you if you're gonna make the argument where it's like funding for NASA and the funding is going towards something else, all right, then you know that would start to interest me. But it's just yeah, it's just not something that I'm that interested in. And so right. like getting to like the CERN thing, you know, I do also like I don't really like as insane as like some conspiracy theories out there are. I also know that a lot of these are actually promoted. Like, you know, sure. if you read the book Mirage Man or, or watch the documentary on it, quite literally, uh, um, you know, there was, a, there was a man who was uh, uh, recording a lot of, like, secret Air Force, like, flights and stuff like that. And he had all this, like, really advanced scientific equipment. He has a PhD. And he's recording these things. And he goes to the Air Force about it. And they essentially psyop him for, like, decades and make him think that it's aliens, and they basically drive the man insane. And at one part, it got so bad that uh, the fucking NSA was in the house across the street, and the guy's son had called the Air Force, was like, I know you're fucking with my dad, I know you guys have the house across the street, like, leave him alone, you're driving him insane. And the Air Force intelligence was like, what the fuck does he mean across the street? 
And they look and they saw that the NSA was spying on this guy as well. And right. they had the house across the street. Right. And so, like, I know that, like, with these, like, more, like, insane ones, they're definitely promoted in order to drive people insane. So I do, like, try to caution, like, you know, making fun of people for believing in them. Certain ones. Although, obviously, we do make fun of, like, the adrenochrome shit because, obviously, <laughs> that's just too easy. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> full disclosure, like, I'm, I'm not going to make fun of anybody specific yeah. on this show. And I, for that very reason, like, I don't yeah. see any value. And, like, sometimes you'll listen to podcasts and they'll like name drop uh conspiracy theorists they'll play yeah. audio of people like losing their minds on youtube you're not going to hear any of that and here for, for like gags and like laughs yeah, yeah. i think that's like disgusting yeah. I, I i do uh definitely think some of these theories are hysterical um but yeah. there's more nuance to that so like i will be yeah, yeah. making jokes but like not at the expense of anybody i don't i yeah. I, I i fully agree with yeah, evan like take the piss out of taking it, so. taking people you know so there are like exceptions to that right like a, a few weeks ago i played tila tequila who's like an avowed yeah. nazi like fuck her right but yeah like i'll yeah i'll laugh at that shit. you know what i mean but like you know like just some poor person who's like being fucking sucked into some conspiracy like it sucks yeah, that totally that happened and yeah, yeah. the purpose of this episode and hopefully that comes through is more to kind of highlight like how bullshit it is that like media and social media yeah. sort of give credence to these things and like aid in the furthering of just bizarre narratives um but yeah, anyway and then, and then equate them with things like jfk sure the jfk um, but let's let's not get too much deeper into the weeds on like the yeah. you know our thoughts on this we can definitely return to this i'm happy to have more yeah. of this conversation i just want to like kind of dive yeah, into the going. specifics and then we can circle back Finesse, two So a little backstory on on just what CERN is, right? I think a lot of people have heard of CERN. Um, you might have even heard of some of the conspiracies around CERN. Um, but here's what it is. So uh, in September of 1954, which is nearly 70 years ago, um, or, uh, you know, an easier unit of measurement, like one Queen Elizabeth II ago, uh, yeah. 12 European nations ratified a charter establishing the Conseil Européen pour les Recherches Nucléaires, uh, which is definitely bad French, but um, the European Council for Very Nuclear Research. Very uh, Québécois of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, C-E-R-N. 
um, or yeah, European Council for Nuclear Research. Uh, the goal of this organization was super simple. It's going to engage in study and the theory, uh, study of the theory and practice surrounding the nuclear technology, which had become so immediately uh, vital uh, in the post-war period, post-World War II. Now, uh, obviously the looming image in many minds when thinking of nuclear technology in this period is of mushroom clouds blooming on the Japanese skyline and just fucking vaporizing thousands of civilians instantly. Um, and the gruesome deaths and all the shit that happened in the wake of that. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a, a pretty tough image to shake. And I, I, I would actually, you know, tell you not to shake it, right? But yeah. um, <clears throat> understanding the potential for destruction uh, wrought by nuclear means had to have been paramount in the minds of nuclear scientists of, scientists of the day, right? Like, that is absolutely one of the main reasons that all these organizations were founded, right? They saw the destructive potential for this. And all the governments of the world that had the ability to do so started scrambling and saying like we need to figure out what this is how this is going to like impact you know our own military establishment whatever and a lot of them already had these programs underway but it you know immediately following you know the nuclear bombings of, of japan that just skyrockets the investments in that become unbelievable by anyone that can afford to do so mm -hmm. um but there's also this whole slew of potential civilian applications for this newly harnessed power um for example clean limitless energy um access to unforeseen understanding of the very structure of the universe down to the molecular level which you know for the real nerds the guys that are really deep in there that's really what they're they're personal interest in this is is just like okay we're about to be able to uncover like the building blocks of existence like what every conceivable thing is made of um and then of course you know governments will take that and co-opt it and do all sorts of nefarious things with it um so under the early guidance of danish nobel laureate niels bohr um you've probably heard of niels the what niels niels yeah niels bohr okay niels bohr uh, the council established its ubiquitous laboratory in Geneva, Switzerland. And still in 1954, same year, they officially changed their name to the Organisation Européenne pour la Recherche Nucléaire. Um, so you might be saying to yourself, hey, shouldn't it be called ORN then? Uh, well, they felt that that was awkward and they were right. So they just kept calling it CERN. It literally hasn't been CERN almost since day one. But the acronym for it is CERN. The name is O-E-R-N. And that just is what it is. It's so it's CERN. Um, <clears throat> so this lab that they built, this first lab, was devoted to cutting edge research into the behaviors and the interactions between subatomic particles, and uh, essentially to unraveling the mysteries surrounding the structure of the universe. The goal was to discover, to catalog, and to understand the systems that allow our reality to exist at the most fundamental level. Uh, with the thought being that if you understood these systems, you could theoretically unlock access to new sources of clean, sustainable energy. Uh, and just generally benefit life on Earth limitlessly forever. Um, and yeah, I mean, with things the way they are, I'm sure, as I said, governments would absolutely step in and try to, like, weaponize any relevant findings they could that CERN came up with, just because that's always how this goes. So that just that's a constant undercurrent, and you should never not think that that's happening. Like, anytime the, any government funds anything, if they can get something fucked up out of it, they will. Oh, you yeah. think, do you think that's fair to just blanket say so we don't have to keep repeating it? Oh yeah, yeah. Like this episode isn't about that. If they that, can but... use, if they can get a technology and use it on the th on like the global south in order to steal their resources, yeah, they will. 
for sure. So I, I, I want to like right off the bat say like I'm not claiming that there's nothing fucked up going on at CERN or that there's never been like fucked up motivations behind groups or governments that fund CERN or send researchers to CERN. There undoubtedly are, right? Um, so just get that out of your head. Um, Everything is sus. <laughs> right. But on the ground level, it's it's a bunch of quantum nerds doing their thing. Um, they're yeah. just in it for the science, man. They're just trying to uncover the tiniest of tiny moving parts that allow the universe to exist. Which, respect. Yeah, right. Like, that I can rules. respect that. <laughs> of course you can. Like, as people like yourself and I who, I mean, we do this whole show just because we like learning stuff, you yeah. know? Like, so people that get real good at that on, like, the level of, of guys at CERN and gals yeah. at CERN and non-binary pals at CERN, it's... Uh, it's it's of yeah, course shoot, just super impressive. Yeah, shooting subatomic particles really fucking fast just to see. Yeah, just to like prove like general relativity and yeah. shit. Just like see yeah, what that's cool as fuck. See what Are fucking happens, me, dude. I would love to do that shit. <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> it's, and it's, it is exciting. Awesome. I, I don't have the brain to like interpret a lot of the the little things that I learned a very basic layman's version of to do this episode. But this also isn't like a science episode, right? So we're just gonna kind of blast through this but it's, it's stuff rocks it's so cool yeah um <clears throat> it's just it's just super super mind-boggling all of it um so fast forward a little bit cern is obviously still around because here we are doing an episode about it um they're still operating out of of their new headquarters in geneva uh, and over the past 68 years they have come to be recognized as one of if not the leading organizations in quantum and molecular research uh, they staff nearly 3,000 individuals themselves uh, and then host thousands more from other international research organizations who just want to travel there to use their facilities, which are absolutely on the cutting edge. Um, the original 12 member states in the council have grown to 23 with 10 additional associate members uh, and scientists from more than 70 countries utilize the facilities annually. So the U.S. is not a, a council member, for anybody wondering about, like, the CIA and shit. But mm -hmm. U.S.-funded scientists absolutely use CERN all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, when you have shit like this, it's kind of like what we talked about with, like, Falun Gong. Yeah. The CIA is going to be there. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna <laughs> see this and think, like, cool. Uh, even even if there's not no, a, a plan You're talking about yet. scientific subatomic particle research in Western Europe during the Cold War. Yeah, yeah. trust me. Spook money was getting there. Yeah, it's, it's finding its way there. Um, in addition to all of the staff, they also have uh, unbelievable state-of-the-art computing facilities, which generate petabytes of data every year. Um, a petabyte is 1,000 to the fifth power bytes, um, which is a lot of data. Um, you know, most of us are familiar with gigabytes, maybe terabytes. Well, yeah, petabyte is one up from terabyte. Right. It's a big. It's 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 yeah. it's big. Um, it's certain. Yeah. Right. Terabyte, yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, I mean, hey, my Xbox has a terabyte, you know? Yeah. Uh, so CERN has become most known globally for their per, uh, particle accelerators, which are actually not, like, the only thing they do, but that is, like, the, the most rock and roll aspect of their whole fucking thing. They've got these atom smashers, as they like to call them, which is the coolest fucking nickname yeah. for a thing ever. Also, oh, yeah. What, what, when you get to, like, these kinds of, like, physics and shit like that, especially, like, uh, astrophysics... Dude, the naming mechanisms are so cool. Like super massive. Yeah. Like just awesome. like it's like so blunt. Yeah. And like stochastic. I love it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and we're actually going to talk about why that has come to be a problem because like you just can't call shit awesome sci-fi sounding stuff and not expect the internet to like just lose its collective mind. Yeah. But Atom whatever. Smasher, like, yeah. can you blame these nerds for wanting to have cool shit? Yeah, they're just like cheering on us. They're 
fucking just sending subatomic particles. As yeah, like, yeah, them. and you know they just get like fucked up and bang each other, and like that CERN is probably an awesome place to be on on yeah. on LHC day. Um, so, uh, so they have these these uh, particle accelerators which perform the basic function of just accelerating individual particles up to completely unimaginable speeds and then observing the reactions of those particles. Um, so they have linear accelerators, which simply just take a particle and accelerate it in a direction and then collect data on the behavior of that particle at speed, right? And then there are collider accelerators, which are fucking awesome, which is where they take two. These are the, I said, what did I say? The rock and roll bad boys of accelerators. Uh, they take multiple particles and they, they fucking smash them into each other at high speeds and then just see what happens, um, which sounds wild and insane. And it is wild and insane, but also like at the same time, um, and definitely, like according to CERN, it's it's fairly mundane on the outside. Like you wouldn't even really know it was happening um, if you weren't somebody who knew how to read the data and observe the data. To those in the know, it's like wildly exciting, and and you know we're not going to like take away from that. But to like you and I, we, we wouldn't know what the fuck we were doing watching a particle particle acceleration, at least not the first one. Um, and it's not creating like massive nuclear explosions or anything. I feel like people have this idea that when you smash two particles together, it's like, doesn't that like, like, nope, it, nope. (laughs) No, no, yeah, yeah, they're just trying to, it's just to like sort of prove like certain aspects of like general relativity. Exactly. You know, I mean, like, like, theoretically, you would have something like the reason that the Higgs boson one was so big is because theoretically, this particle should exist according to general relativity. Right. And once you finally see it, it's like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and we'll, like, and we'll get there. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk yeah, about yeah. the Higgs boson. Um, so the most famous of their particle colliders is the Large Hadron Collider, which I will also call the LHC, uh, which was built between ninety eight and two thousand eight um, in a massive tunnel, which is five hundred feet below the surface of the Earth on the Swiss French border. Uh, it's the largest and most powerful uh, particle collider on Earth uh, by like a significant margin they're actually working on one now that's going to make this one look like a little punk bitch um but it's it's basically the one particle accelerator that has proved every uh unbelievable theory in particle physics in the last you know 20 years almost now um or i guess what 14 years 12 years 2008 to now is what 12 years (laughs) no 14 14 years i was okay (laughs) so yeah anyway i don't work at cern i'm not on the staff (laughs) I, I sent my application. We're waiting to hear back, but the uh, uh, the interview process is long, so fingers crossed. Uh, <laughs> so it's not the only particle accelerator. It's not even the only one they still use, but it is the biggest and the best, and so that gets all the press, right? Um, the loop itself is 27 kilometers uh, in circumference, which is 17 miles, um, and that's super big, and that's how they get these wild speeds. Uh, it's currently the world record holder by a, a pretty unapproachable margin in terms of pure energy achievable in its collisions. Um, it can achieve 6.5 tera electron volts, which is another fucking sweet science word, uh, per beam. Um, and remember, two particle beams are colliding, so that's a total of 13 tera electron volts of total energy in the most powerful collisions that they're able to complete. Um, An electron volt is the amount of kinetic energy gained by a single electron accelerated from total rest in a vacuum through an electron potential difference of one volt. So the prefix tera denoting multiplication by one trillion. Yeah, so like generally speaking, you'll talk about things in terms of mega electron volts, MEVs, or kilo electron volts, um, KEVs. And so from a kilo, you're talking about like, what, three orders of magnitude Mm -hmm. higher? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, no, uh, from a kill, yeah, from a kill of three orders yeah. of magnitude higher. Um, so this unit yeah, of measurement, giga, tera, yeah, 
Right. Uh, this unit of measurement, which is super common in particle physics, is not necessarily super accessible in terms of scale, like to just the average mind, but it's, it's very big. Um, these collisions happen really, 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 really fucking fast with an outrageous energy output. Just keep that in mind. It's not, you know, some of you will be able to know more about that than I will, but it's just really fast and really powerful. Um, and so this allows thousands of scientists from hundreds of different universities uh, to access uh, data that literally cannot be observed anywhere else on the planet or, or frankly, outside of it that we know of. Um, and so thus the LHC is lauded and considered completely vital, vital uh, by the particle physics community. But that's enough talk about the practical applications of the LHC. Heck, I don't even want to talk anymore about anything remotely reasonable uh, or scientific because here's the thing. The, due to its singular status among particle colliders, uh, the LHC, which is like completely unprecedented and is performing all these experiments that no one's ever done before, you know, there's a lot of one-of-one one type experiments going on at the LHC, um, has attracted the attention of that lovable cadre of individuals who sprinkle red pills into their, their cornflakes every morning. Um, there are a multitude of theories surrounding the experiments that take place at CERN facilities, especially the LHC. Um, and since the highly publicized first collisions in 2008, the internet has provided fertile ground for these theories to spread and to ebb and to flow as they uh, so often end up doing. Um, and, uh, you know, we've already sort of covered this. Like, Evan and I are hardly the first people to laugh down any and all conspiracy theories. I know you don't love that term, but we've talked enough about, you know, parapolitics on this show to, to kind of clue you guys in that we both recommend a healthy distrust of the government and its inner workings. Um, but that being said, there's a fine albeit completely perceptible line between reasonable distrust and skepticism and like total crack pottery. Um, and today for the most part, we're going to kind of focus on the latter. Um, so <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about like why CERN in particular attracts conspiracy theorists or, or, or so much attention. Um, why, why so many interesting uh, far out, theories have sprung up around CERN, which is not a, a, you know, despite its sort of singular status in the the theoretical physics community, is not like a necessarily well known to your average person. Um, I've mentioned that the LHC is capable of some pretty extraordinary output, and that the energy achieved by the collisions within it is uh, essentially inconceivable to a mind unaccustomed to thinking in such massive units of measurement. Um, but here's the thing, that's a problem for a lot of people. Um, I've always been a person, and I think Evan, my co-host, will agree. Um, I, I enjoy the pursuit of understanding in just about everything I encounter. Um, obviously, history and the adjacent sciences are my favorite, um, but really I can listen to anyone speak authoritatively about just about anything and, and have that hold my interest. Um, mm -hmm. you, do you study art history? Tell me about the Dutch masters or something. Um, are you a hairstylist? I like knowing about color levels and the proper application of balayage. I don't really care what it is. I just I, I like when people are smart and they know about something that I don't know about and that's fine with me. I don't get jealous. I don't get uh, <laughs> suspicious. I don't get, you know, I just fully accept that there are people out there that know more than I do about just about everything. And, uh, and I'm happy to learn about that from them. I can sleep easily at night knowing that that person is out there doing experiments or research into something that I might never have a firm grasp on. Or, you know, just getting really good at, like, building houses or fucking whatever, you know? And I think most of us, that sounds like kind of a silly distinction to make. But the problem is that there are a lot of folks out there for whom that's a really difficult uh, pill to swallow. Um, <laughs> yeah. People that are out there just absolutely losing sleep over the thought that, like, there are things going on that they don't understand and they don't know who's doing them. And it's like, well, that's got to be really limiting. 
you know? But <laughs> here we are. Um, so when a lot of folks hear things like, you know, record-breaking energy output from the collision of particles, they, they really just can't help, like, ripping their hair out and screaming at the top of their lungs about the end of the world. Um, and, and no, you know, pencil-necked geek working at CERN is going to convince them otherwise once they get this idea in their head that something's not right with, you know, this kind of experimentation. Um, it's not unique to CERN. It's not unique to DLHC. Um, pretty much any scientific research or theory is open to this sort of criticism from the woefully unequipped, um, myself included. Uh, and again, I'm not suggesting that everyone just like bury their head in the sand and accept every little narrative at face value, but I am suggesting that it's okay that there are folks out there that are smarter than you working on things you're unlikely to ever fully grasp. Um, yeah, I, you know, I would say I, I absolutely love learning about stuff like this. And, you know, I'm at my last job, I, I did um, work with like, you know, I was a ra- um, work with like radioactive mm-hmm. materials as a chemist. Um but, like, also, like, I would say, as much as I love learning about this stuff, uh, I would say more and more I'm starting to agree with the um, the whole Butlerian jihad part of uh, Dune, where he just must destroy all of the thinking machines. Yeah, you're nothing- becoming, a, like, a Luddite. <laughs> Not quite a Luddite, but it's like, yeah, we should, uh, you know, none of this stuff's being used for good things, you know? I saw a video of uh, those in- creepy robot dogs from Boston Dynamics. Sure. Of course, they, they've already begun uh, testing, uh, putting guns on their backs. Yep. It's like, of course this is going to happen. This is why. No, just, yeah. at, no, no robots. Yeah, there was a, I don't remember <laughs> if it was Black Mirror or some other similar show, but the, I saw some episode of some sci-fi type show about, like, one of those things, like, hunting people, like, relentlessly across some yeah. wasteland, and it was, like, really scary. Yeah. Because, like, it just would never stop. Yeah, just destroy all the thinking machines before it's too late. Before they destroy us and the Matrix yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, although that would be pretty cool if the Matrix turned out to just, like, be how, you know, just be real. Yeah. Like a documentary. <laughs> yeah, they were calling their shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. It's, like a very, it's a very Larry Bird move. Yeah. On, on the behalf of the Wachowskis. Well, um, well Babe Ruth calling the shot. Oh, that's fine. Larry Bird used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck Babe Ruth. Yeah, fuck yeah. He was a Yankee. <laughs> fuck him. Um, Injected himself with goat testosterone once. Wait, what? Or sheep testosterone once, too, yeah. That rules. Yeah. Yeah, and he got, like, mad sick and missed a bunch of time. <laughs> he just, what? like, bam, like, right to the leg. Yeah, he. I think it was like, either sheep or, like, goat testosterone. Early PEDs. And he was, like, trying to use it as, like, an early PED. I don't know. He was like, I need more testosterone. Yeah. And he just injected himself with it and got, like, mad sick. Yeah, wow. Well, especially back then, it's like, how did they get that? They probably just, like, stuck a syringe in a goat's ball sack. And, yeah, like, it was probably just goat out. cum or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> just put it right into his bloodstream. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ends up, like, ectopically pregnant with a, bo- a goat child. Anyway, yeah. um, that would be a the, cool movie. The new movie from A24. That would be a cool, like, alternate history movie. Like, he injects it into himself and then turns into, like, a rampaging goat monster. Yeah. And, like, that's Just, the like, movie. crushing fucking thousand-foot taters. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there would have to be a part where, like, like he's got, like, a piece of rebar or something and, like, someone's trying to stop him and he, like, steps back and, like, points and then knocks yeah. the person's head, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we've just come up with a with a Dude, movie. This would be a really good B movie. Yeah, if anybody wants to help fund it, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, Babe Ruth, Goatman. Yeah, Bob Ruth. <laughs> yeah, oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> um, 
so anyway, uh, it's a point that folks struggle with. Um, it's why you get things now like, um, despite the esteemed work of Eratosthenes in 240 BCE Egypt, folks still insist that we live on a flat disc on a turtle's back, right? Like, even though that guy was able to just like look at different length shadows in different parts of, of Egypt, you know, 2200 years ago, uh, people are still like, no, I'm sorry, but water stays flat in a cup. So, um, something proves too difficult for them or relies on prior knowledge that they lack access to and they just roundly reject it. And that's not their fault necessarily. Like we talked earlier, you know, folks that are ignorant of things like this, it's not their fault that they're ignorant, but some of the backlash that can occur as a result of it can be like potentially pretty damaging. Um, the fun bit is that sometimes the skepticism goes even further and, and some of the alternative theories uh, that develop are, 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 just like kind of wild. And the problem is that those theories now have this ability to just be kind of fielded by anyone. I mean, look, we make this fucking show. I'm here talking to you guys about, you know, this like opinion piece on fucking internet conspiracies. Uh, what the fuck do I know? I don't fucking know anything. I'm just a, I'm a bartender. I'm a fucking moron. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I know how to make a drink. Um, and, and that's about it. What'd you say? I said you sure do. I I've do. Had them before. Yeah, I'm a good. Quite I'm good. a. I'm a good bartender. I am good at that. Yeah. Um, You're a mixologist. I, you know, I hate that term, but I think I, 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 I suspected that you would hate that term. I do feel as though I've earned it. Uh, yeah. I do think that I qualify. I have earned this title that I abhor. Yeah, it's a really dumb thing to aspire to be or to be, but yeah, um, I, I have certain. It, yeah, it's really just that. a way of saying that you're really good at making drinks that get people fucked up and are yeah. tasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I am. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but you know that's not a qualification, um, and that's sort of exactly my point, right? Like you have to approach all this shit with a, a healthy dose of skepticism because there's so much information out there and so little of it is uh, coming from a valid source. Um, it's discussions on Facebook forums and shit like that. And that stuff can be spread around the world now with the exact same ease. In fact, probably more easily than, you know, a press release from CERN or a, a new paper on particle physics. Because, you know, a lot of that stuff's hidden behind paywalls and it's yep. written in language that people just don't understand. So, That's like, it's a big problem in academia. It's a, a massive the, uh, the problem. Paywall, it's a massive uh, problem. The paywallification of everything. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing something that you guys should all know if you don't already know. Uh, most professors who are writing these things and, and, and researchers don't really see a red cent of, of any of the fees that are accrued from selling those papers. Um, and a lot of the times, if you have their contact information, they'll just send you that shit. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been told by, by many people um, that are in the know. Um, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> if you're ever interested, you can usually find a way to reach out, especially if they're working at a university, and just like request that stuff. And yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe at, you'll get it. At my last job, um, I got them to... Uh, I got my last job. I, all I said was I, I would give a talk on it, but it was a history journal, and it was a, a a volume that I really wanted. It was um the journal for what was it? uh um late Anti the journal of late antiquity, mm -hmm. and there was a piece in it about um uh like how like um certain like uh like flood data was used to like uh, re like redefine um. I forget which war it was, but uh one that was in the late Roman Empire what was it? uh. Valentinian or something like that that was mm. involved in the war. I can't remember which. I remember it was. when this happened. I remember you telling yeah. me this. Yeah, and I got them to buy me the journal <laughs> just so that, and I said that I would give a talk, like a brief talk on that article. I did it was like a fifteen minute talk at like some meeting, but through that I was able to get this journal for free. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's Bought cool. Pieces in it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
And, and I'm sure they were like, how exactly does this pertain? You're like, don't think too hard about it. Just uh, it's thank you for the journal. History. I thought it'd be cool if I yeah. combined two of them together and you guys yeah. can listen. Really, I just want to read this yeah. nerdy ass, like 200 page journal with, that has a bunch of cool articles in it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so if you guys have that ability to fucking do that, do what Evan did. Just get your boss yeah. to buy you journals. Um, yep. just, <laughs> yeah, you just got to be shifty like me. Yeah. <laughs> you are shifty um <laughs> but so that's sort of the crux of the issue here right is that y- the bulk of the information that you're receiving is not coming from a reliable source it's coming from like your aunt joan on facebook who like you know is like middle management at some company and like doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about and is like maybe a little upset about something political or whatever you know, and so it's just filtered and filtered and filtered through all these different layers of, like, he said, she said. It's like a fucked up game of information telephone. And what you get out at the other end of it is, like, there's there's no reason to believe that it's anything worth giving your time to. So just be careful about the information that you're absorbing. Um, and so I guess without further ado, I, I want to talk just about a few of the sort of nuanced um, theories surrounding CERN and a couple of the... Uh, one or two of the the supposedly dastardly things they've been up to over the last decade, and um, and kind of just discuss like the cultural impact of that and like why I think that's particularly insidious and like kind of fucked up. Sancho um, is saying hi, by the way. What'd you say? Sancho Panza is saying hi, by oh, the way. What's up, Sancho? Out quite loud. Hell yeah, <laughs> love that. Um, <clears throat> what's up, Sancho? Trying to get them some money. Uh, young nigga came a long, long, long way. Can't bring sibling first son. Yeah, I'm all out with count a motherfucking chick. We gain them smoking on crunk. You know how I do it, bitch. I'm about that bag. If I said I did it, I done it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, ran on my money. I came in the game, did my thing, get junk. I'm the same young nigga that came from nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bitch, I came from nothing. I'm straight off the block, I won't change for nothing. I made it out of so I want to start with the theory that kind of kicked off my entire interest in talking about CERN um, today, which is the Mandela effect. Uh, I'm sure. Okay, everybody... so I I know before I said that I wasn't gonna like take like a snarky stance, but I do want to say for anybody who thinks that the Mandela effect is real, you can suck my fucking dick. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I mean, yeah, it's it, always Baron Stain guys yeah it, well and that's the thing like just because you know maybe a, a librarian pronounced it berenstein when she was reading it yeah. to you as a kid like sure but that doesn't mean that the timeline Your was dumbass could barely read at the time dude right <laughs> like, um so let's let's so let's just quickly so uh i'm sure the vast majority of our listeners ha- have heard of the mandela uh, theory the mandela effect theory um and so evan do you want to do you want to give a brief synopsis for the listeners uh, yeah, it's uh, the Mandela effect is this idea that, um, I don't know, there used to be a different world that we were all in. And at some point, 
the timeline shifted. Yeah. And we all have these lasting memories of mm-hmm. this old world, like where we all read the book Berenstein Bears as a kid. But for some reason, the timeline shifted, and we all like, like, like you know, one of those Star Trek episodes where there's a mirror universe or right. something, you know, some sort of parallel universe, and we all entered the parallel one where it was actually Baron Stain, and now we <laughs> all see this, and it drives our fucking little pea brains wild. Yeah, well, and so like that's the thing. Like I do remember the Baron Stein Bears, right? But I think oh. it's pretty easy. Just like I was saying before, it's easy for me to wrap my head because around because Stein's like, a normal last name, right? So and probably your brain probably. Probably just saw it and exactly. Bam, just, like. um, and another another big one, right? The Fruit of the Loom logo. You know the company Fruit of the Loom, undershirts yeah. and underwear and all that stuff. Uh, Bunch of fruit, and I always remember there being a little cornucopia behind the fruit. That's a really popular Mandela effect uh, yeah. theory. Um, that's never existed. It's just always been a pile of fruit. The leek non. Yeah, I, I remember a leek non too. I feel like. Yeah, is that what a leek non is? Yeah, a cornucopia. Yeah, it's, it's kind of that like basket sort of thing. Yeah. And then you put the phallus in it. Okay, we were just, just talking to tie about into that. Our but... ancient mysteries one. Yeah, no, exactly. So go back and listen to Evan's ancient mysteries series one and two because it's so funny. But <laughs> one, um, I didn't realize that a cornucopia and a lick. I wasn't picturing a cornucopia. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a wicker basket that goes into a cone. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. That's a leek non. Well, now I now I can now I can now picture can the leek non while the, I'm where the dick's coming I'm out of anointing <laughs> my phallus when you're an initiate to yeah. uh, the uh, the Bacchic, uh <laughs> mysteries. Now kiss it. Yeah. Now yeah. Suck the leek non. Kiss it. Yeah. Suck the um. <laughs> so so needless to say, the Mandela effect touches on all sorts of things from brand logos to literature. Um, but one particularly batshit theory directly involves CERN. Uh, so we all recall, I'm sure, uh, the sort of, um, uh, very particular response that, that occurred, uh, after the 2020 U S presidential election, uh, the defeat of Donald Trump by arguably the least compelling democratic nominee in recent history, uh, which is a major L for DJ. Um, Because, like, imagine fucking getting smoked by Joe Biden like that. Especially yeah. now, like, looking a back. Fucking it's... drooling dollars. Speaking <laughs> of drooling dollars. <laughs> such a fucking loser. <laughs> He's so fucking... <laughs> he fucking smoked him. And, like, people, like, you know, I guess sort of reasonably were like, huh? Like, how did that happen? Because, you know, say what you will about Donald Trump, and I don't have much good to say about him, but the man has a fan base. And they are a loud and proud fan base. Um, you know, if we had, if we had that I mean, kind of... I he got the second most votes ever in 2020. I know. <laughs> yeah. Not not in that election, like of all time. I know, I, I got it. Yeah. Well, if he had the second most votes in that election, he wouldn't have won. <laughs> well, he didn't. <laughs> I know, fair enough. Um, yeah, he didn't in that election. You're right. He did yeah. get the second. He did get the second most votes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, number one and number two are both candidates in 2020. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. So a lot of folks, like just like, as we sort of said, cannot wrap their, their heads around, like, this thing that they thought was, like, sure to happen, not happening. Um, and the loss was very real. It, it definitely occurred. Um, but this particular theory has gained, like, a, a, a or, or at least general discourse about, like, the different ways in which it's possible that this election was, like, stolen from his, his, uh, his rightful grasp. Um, gained a, a huge amount of traction, and specifically, unlike Facebook forums and TikTok and Instagram and whatever, um, and that sort of turned into this just sphere of, of insanity that just wouldn't stop. We got things like QAnon, we got all this shit, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's a, a ripe, you know, 
vineyard uh, for enterprising young gentlemen such as ourselves to kind of pluck the juiciest morsels from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I always love the conspiracies that have the world's like elite being secretly evil as opposed yeah. to just like regular old. like they like they're just outwardly evil. Yeah, and they want <laughs> just like the basic evil shit. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't need all these quite... steps. That's the thing that this bothers me so much. It's like why, why all the steps? Like, can't we just agree that they're bad? Just they already? basically do drink the blood of pe- uh, of people. It's just the people of the third world, and yeah. the blood is just the natural resources. Sure. Like once you once you pull away the veil of you know like a uh, uh, you know spectacle, you realize oh all of these people are evil as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just <laughs> not like they don't have people. to be secretly. Um. So, what if I were to say to you? that CERN's insistent meddling with the laws of nature had given the reptilian reptilian cabal elite a dastardly idea. Let's hear it. And that idea would hatch into a nefarious plot to usurp the election that so oh, okay. rightfully belonged to the god emperor. And that's right, folks. Yeah, the, evil Ro- <laughs> the evil Rothschild-funded chronomancers at CERN found a way <laughs> to fracture the space-time continuum and to open up an alternate reality where, against all odds, Trump somehow lost the election. And now we are living in that bleak hellscape shadow of our own reality where monkeypox and coronavirus reign supreme. Yeah. And the death of the glorious city on the hill has been thrust upon us for some reason. Uh, yeah, just cracked open a fracture to the hollow earth where yeah. monkeypox and coronavirus <laughs> have lain dormant. Yeah, late dormant, yeah. They've been and plaguing the, the underground dinosaur community. <laughs> Yeah, would crawl around coughing with open pustules and sores. Right. Um, So the point is, it was that they did it. CERN did it. And they did it to stop Donald Trump, those bastards. That rocks, dude. Um, And it's it's a hilarious theory. um, And it's it's a level of straw grasping that is just delicious. It's like the sweetest, the sweetest honey you could ever think of. It's 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 nectar for me. Um, but the thing is, this theory and others like it have plagued CERN, um, especially during the social media age. And not just CERN, but we're just sort of using them as like the, the locus for my little opinion piece here. Yeah. Um, and they're able to gain enough traction that mainstream news outlets like CNBC, for example, which is just like, you know, if you look this up, it's right there. Um, they've, they've had to uh, go to the trouble of reaching out to CERN for comment. Now, we can debate the uh, <clears throat> equally nefarious uh, motives behind, quote, reputable media outlets, even giving <laughs> air or screen time to theories like this. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that some poor fucking nuclear physicist at CERN had to take actual time out of his actual day discovering actual things about the fabric of reality to say, no, uh, we did not intentionally split the space-time continuum to forever alter history and stop the U.S. president from winning re-election. That would be stupid. Uh, we make Electron go fast, go boom. Yeah. Uh, you know, like... They can control the elections their own way. Right. <laughs> they can do that much cheaper. Much cheaper without our fucking uh, hyper-expensive equipment. Yeah, um, they, yeah they, can, they can just... They have their own news networks Yeah, they just get you addicted to. So For they can sure. just do it like that. <laughs> they feed you their, their mana from heaven yeah. and just get you absolutely addicted to it. Um, So this, like, alternate timeline theory, it's a fairly classic example of a Mandela effect, uh, with folks claiming to remember a Trump victory that just, like, never occurred. And they're like, well, it was supposed to happen. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I I also remember that cornucopia. Yeah, right. I I, I do remember that. I do remember That must have been a different logo. That must have just been a different logo. Maybe. But, like, it... it, Like, not for a different company, and just the fruit in it made everybody think Fruit of Loom. Nope. 
there's been countless like look and there's what's the other famous one it's uh no there was no cornucopia fruit logo no for a different company no i know it didn't exist oh. all right well it's just like not out there huh isn't that weird yeah <laughs> well maybe there's something to this whole thing <laughs> now i have to suck my own dick because now i believe it <laughs> god damn it fuck <laughs> Um, so i you know uh, a little aside i'm not going to sit here and claim uh that cern is totally blameless in all of this um sure you can chalk a lot of this nonsense nonsense up to the cancerous nature of the internet and the way information is traded back and forth uh and yeah a lot of it sounds pretty batshit but uh cern did make one major boo-boo uh that was basically asking for trouble from the internet kooks they just had to go and discover the god particle yeah, well, that's some other asshole's uh, fault for naming it that. Well, check this out. Yeah, so yeah. you've probably heard that term. Um, and it is important to note that basically nobody that matters uh, ever has or does refer to this discovery as the God Particle. It's the Higgs boson. Uh, Evan mentioned it earlier, um, which admittedly sounds far less interesting and inflammatory. Yeah, but it but just it solved a lot of problems Yes, uh, discovering it that in general relativity. It was sort of like the little linchpin that everybody knew there had to be something there. Um, and you could, it, once I get through this, you can probably elaborate yeah. a little more just because yeah, this it is just, all it just gives a lot, of, a lot of matter, not all matter, but a lot of matter, it's mass. Right. Basically. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm not smart enough to give a totally legit explanation of what it is, but we're going to do our best um, because Me that... know, yeah, particle physics. I, I know a very t- enough to yeah. say little parts. But, there you uh, go. It's yeah. yeah I, I know. Believe me, I know, buddy. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell me that you're not a fucking theoretical physicist. You're smart. You're smarter than me, but you ain't that smart. Um, but well, you actually probably are that smart, just not focused on that. I would say you've probably you're probably smart enough to do it. Yeah. If that had I wasn't been your... great at math when I was younger, but uh, I've gotten a lot better at it since I've been a chemist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You've had more exposure to that kind of stuff too. But you've yeah, got, I didn't you've got do like any math in college. If you if yeah. you had if you had devoted your your powers to that instead of like knowing the most getting about... high and <laughs> yeah, learning about history, getting yeah. fucked up and like learning about swords, which like that's just like what I've come to like describe this myself yeah. as. Like I'm just like a nerd who's into swords. That's like literally yeah. it. It all distills down swords to fucking... and applied sword activity, <laughs> applied sword techniques. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Wikipedia, which I used for this little part here, tells us yeah. that um, just because this seemed like the quickest way to just get a little summary that I wouldn't have been able to put together myself. Uh, yeah. So the Higgs boson is, quote, an elementary particle in the standard model of particle physics produced by the quantum excitation of the Higgs field, one of the fields in particle physics theory. Uh, in the standard model, the Higgs particle is a massive scalar boson with zero spin, even or positive parity, uh, no electron charge and no color charge that couples to or interacts with mass. It is also very unstable, decaying into other particles almost immediately. Um, and if that didn't excite your Higgs field, then I don't know if you're even alive. Long story short, the existence of the Higgs boson was theorized for 40 some odd years prior, prior to its eventual discovery and oh. naming in, you guessed it, 2012 mm, foreshadowing uh and it's named after peter higgs who's a theoretical physicist who uh having made acute observations on the origins of mass of elementary particles noted that uh there was clearly something unobserved or missing that was causing asymmetry in his findings so he and a bunch of other scientists actually around the same time kind of all theorized that an as yet undiscovered volatile boson particle must exist to account for the discrepancies in their data uh, and the hunt for the Higgs boson became a central goal for physicists in general, uh, and certain scientists in particular, for the next several decades. 
Well, in 2012, thanks to the LHC, uh, the Higgs boson was finally observed, proving the long-standing theory of its existence and bringing us one step closer to understanding the fundamental mechanics of the universe. Ooh. This is all super abridged layman's terms, as everything in this episode is, uh, but Higgs won a Nobel Prize, and the world goes on. Uh, yep. Except here's the thing. In 1993, uh, a little book was written. This is, you know, years prior to, the, almost 20 years prior to discovering the particle. Uh, but a, a book was written about the theorized existence of this particular particle by another Nobel laureate, a guy named Leon Lederman. Um, and he called the book The God Particle, which he didn't intend for this to catch on like it did. He's just referencing the sort of supposedly fundamental relationship between the Higgs boson and basically yeah, it's everything. Like a linchpin. Right. It just solves a lot of problems. Right. <laughs> and so it's it's you know, when he calls it the God particle, he's just saying, like, this is the, the key to understanding matter and existence, right? Is if we could find this particle, we would have proved that all these other little systems that we've described and observed actually make sense working together. Yeah. Um, what he didn't intend was for his little pop culture name. He wanted to sell books, right? Uh, but it sparked a ton of insane bullshit. Oh, sorry about uh, but, like, let's be real, like, at his point, who could have predicted the power that 40-year-old moms would wield on Facebook? You I mean, know dude, I mean? It's, like, it's kind of like Richard Dawkins. Oh, my God, the, the God delusion, meme. yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah. But no, Richard Dawkins coining the term meme. Oh, sure, yeah. Because, yeah, he was using it uh, in just like a book about biology. And now it's probably one of the most used words in American English. And now it is a meme. Yeah. You know. Um, he is a meme too. Well, yeah, that fuck that dude. What a dude. He is. Tool. He is like the most shit-brained smart guy ever. Yeah. Like I don't know, dude. Neil deGrasse Tyson's been giving him a serious fucking uh, run for his money. I mean, yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is very shit-brained, dude. His fucking the shit he was posting on Christmas about how impossible it would be to, for Santa to exist. Yeah. Who are dude. you serving here? Dude, this this is... is on Twitter. There's no children here yeah, this for is... you to fucking red This is just, <laughs> just fucking mean-spirited bullshit. Yeah, it's um, what the fuck. So I've, I've never are been like a... Are not talking to you this year? Is that why you're doing this on Christmas? <laughs> I was never a, uh, a blanket Key and Peele fan, um, but there are obviously like moments of like fucking genius yeah, yeah. on that show. I agree with you, yeah, yeah. And obviously, like Jordan Peele specifically, like has proven himself to just be like a, a, a fucking brilliant guy. Um, they both are, from what I hear, they're both like really good and sm yeah. smart, funny guys. But um, they have a really great series of sketches about Neil deGrasse Tyson that are like so fucking funny. Um, and I'm gonna drop a section of one in here, but do you yeah. remember? It's like Jordan Peele is Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? And his I wife, I don't think I've seen any though. Oh my god, they're so funny. She's like, she's like, you know, Neil? Neil! Who is she? Who is the white bitch that left this goddamn lipstick stain on your collar? Hmm? Oh, I got you. You're caught. Because this is apricot colored. And you know who wears that? White bitches. And you can't talk your way out of this one because I'm not getting confused today because I got my in order and I've done my research. Okay, Neil? You see, we are here at this point in space time on a human scale. But at this point, you a trifling ass mother So expect the papers from the lawyer because we're parting ways. Well, actually. No, no. We are always parting ways and not parting ways in every conceivable combination. Many physicists, including Stephen Hawking, now believe that there is an infinite number of universes. It's called multiverse theory. And it suggests that there are an infinite number of universes in which, 
I didn't have sex with that white woman. I Bill Nye the science guy. You bitch. <laughs> um, but so the problem is, right, um, that things have like these, we've talked about the awesome nicknames that these things have, and the LHC is called the fucking Atom Smasher, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Which is super rad. These but are like, nerds that we're dealing with. Yeah, and like, but like, nutcases online are going to lose their fucking minds at this. So when yeah. people like Stephen Hawking, who came out around the time of the discovery of the particle, and and sort of described the potential destructive uh, capability of something like an atom smasher and the Higgs boson particle, and says like, yeah, theoretically it could something something blank 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 destroy the world. And people, well, I mean, that myself, was like um, that was like with the Trinity test before the first Trinity test explosion. Sure, there was like a legitimate concern because that's kind of what you're doing with those old classes of nuclear bomb, yeah. even the new ones. You're still doing nuclear fission. You're smashing atoms yeah there was like a concern that uh, you could like burn up the ozone layer right and they're like well let's fucking do it anyway yeah let's try it because if it happens i mean worst case scenario who's gonna be around to be mad at us still so it's it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission let's fucking do it boys so like yeah there's like a there's like a a small concern because it's something unknown right it's something that never has been done before uh, yeah. And so you hear, see people like Stephen Hawking come out and be like, yeah, theoretically it's possible that this could maybe potentially maybe go wrong, but it probably won't. And people are like, what? Go wrong? It's going to go wrong? And that's all they hear. Black hole, you said? Black hole. Um, so the internet goes bananas over buzzwords, which that's like what it does. You know? Yeah. People see keywords and they fucking lock the on. algorithm is uh, created to make you insane. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember that. Um, so all of a sudden fears are rampant that the LHC is just going to open up a black hole and swallow all of creation, which leads us to our next segment, which is yes. lovingly entitled, Oops, You're All Dead. Uh, right. <laughs> so you'd think that splitting the timeline would have satisfied the freaks at CERN, but no, no. The folks at CERN have apparently been up to a bunch of other evil, evil, very evil things for much longer. You see, long before CERN split the timeline in 2020 and robbed Trump of his rightful seat on the throne, it turns out that they actually murdered every human being on Earth way back in 2012 during their hunt for God's own particle. (laughs) Yeah, that includes you and me, bud. So Uh, wait, you mean to tell me that on top of my president having his election stolen, these assholes killed me and everyone I love? Not on my watch. One of the most popular and frankly frightening CERN conspiracy theories revolves around the notion that sometime in 2012, scientists at CERN were experimenting with their atom smasher, looking for their heretical god particle, and inadvertently created a small black hole. Unfortunately, they didn't realize what they were meddling with, and the black hole broke free of the super scientific black (laughs) hole containment sphere. No, what? nothing. No, you can't contain a black hole. That's the you whole just, point of it. Just listen, this is—it's a black hole. Kevin, nothing this, escapes it. This is satire. You're you're interrupting my bit. Ooh. The black hole escaped from its super <laughs> super containment sphere or cube or pyramid. Uh, pick one, and proceeded to grow and grow and grow <laughs> until it swallowed the entire Earth, snuffing out all of existence in an instant. And I fucking hate it when that happens, don't you? (laughs) But but Cam, you might be saying, and Evan is saying, I feel like I still exist. How is that even possible? What are you, stupid? What are you, some kind of an idiot? (laughs) I'm only asking because to me, to me it's painfully obvious how. (laughs) That's the thing about black holes, moron, is that they swallow up light and like uh, time and everything. (laughs) So obviously uh, it's going to take a little bit of 
time <laughs> for our perception of reality to catch up to the fact oh. that both reality and oh. our ability to perceive oh, it so have ceased to exist. Oh. Listen, Evan, you're groaning, but haven't you ever butt-chugged GHB and listened to Tool? Butt chug GHB. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Fucking are... drooling on the ground. <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd, like, you'd be dead. Um, you'd, you would be like fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Wolf of Wall Street when he right. takes all those quaaludes and just can't even move. Right. He's just like foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there are all sorts of hysterical justifications for this theory. Uh, and they're all fairly accessible if you're willing to sully your search history a little bit, which. Spoiler alert, I am. Uh, one of my favorite sites that I found during this stuff was called ufosightingsfootage.uk. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to pretend that's like a viable source of well-researched information. I just, it's so on the nose and direct and like poorly written and curated. It's just such a garbage fire of a website. Um, and it it's also like, might... It's like, a, like, it's like the old internet. Yeah, oh, it, it but... feels very much like an old like GeoCities site or something. Or like, like... Uh, that guy that we like. That we won't say the name. Oh of. yeah, that's the, yes. Well, we actually like him. We we've yeah, we, we like promised him, early we on in this name. show to never, never sully his name on this program, even though we yeah. want. We like talked about doing an episode on him. Oh, we're titillating people right now. This is that's yeah, too can't. bad. We can't tell you. First of all, none of you will ever, ever be able to find. No, it's a private <laughs> citizen that I came across somehow. No, on... no, uh, no, no. Uh, I had sent you. Uh, we were in like some Facebook Roman history group. Mm-hmm. And I sent you a thread, and then you were like, "Hoy, who is this guy who's yeah. doing the thread?" Because it was a crazy thread. Yeah. And then you found his personal website. I found his personal page and website. Yeah. So that I guess it was a joint like, effort. Wasn't led it? him as being like basically the king of every nation. Yeah. On Earth, his family like can trace their lineage back, <laughs> that, way, and it all traces all the way. I will give one detail away. <laughs> he believes that his like royal lineage, which is descended from like every royal line in human history, and yeah. like every biblical like figure he, you like, could ever traces imagine, traces it back to prehistory. Yeah. And they've ended up just like in the middle of Ohio, <laughs> like, <laughs> being just like face. But the, here's the thing: the reason that the reason that this individual will never be outed on this show, even though he's literally been like a sort of quasi celebrity figure in Evan and my lives for like uh, ten years, is because seems he seems super like a super nice. Yeah, he's like very friendly. He is totally harmless, and his conspiracy theories. Uh, he's actually like actively anti-racist, anti-sexist. Yeah. Uh, he's pro-choice. He's like all the things you wouldn't expect of one of these people. Um, and disavowed QAnon, like all these mm-hmm. things. Uh, so, like, fuck it. Like, let we the just dude don't be... want to like accidentally sick the horns of the <laughs> no. internet. <laughs> no, him. because but he's uh, he's a fucking lo- like the dude's fucking dude, out of it. It is like so, like dude, it is some of the most <laughs> insane shit I've ever seen. It's awesome though. So much of it is like diagrams. We can't talk much more about this because we're yeah. not going to tell people. But like, I love how so much of it is just like like internet clip art pictures of things <laughs> that he's just like superimposed like. MS Paint diagrams over. Shit on. Yeah. <laughs> like if Hollywood was gonna come up with like a character that was like a quote conspiracy theory guy, no, this is like the like, background imagery they would make like to just yeah. like for yeah, a quick it, shot like, in a movie. Tim and Eric show. Yeah, like... totally. He's a Tim and Eric bit, a hundred percent. He really is. Oh man, we're gonna have to. We gotta check this guy. We gotta see what he's up to. I hope he's still kicking. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we'll 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 check out his website and just text each other about it this yeah, weekend and yeah. never let anybody else know. Well, we will confirm is. or deny next week if we remember whether this mysterious man is still doing his thing. Dude, it, um, it is the most it is the most big dick website I've ever seen. <laughs> it's wild. It's so good. <laughs> I'm like so more insane. excited about that than I am about finishing this show. So let's get yeah. this over with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I got I to go. Oh, man. I want to talk about him so bad because I want people to see it, but we can't. I know. It's like, oh, I it's, know. It's, it's, an, it's, 
a legitimate ethical too. conundrum. I feel like we've we've this we've struggled more with this than like straight up saying like like I'll talk about like coming on air. I don't care, but like yeah. I won't. Like but my yeah, parents listen like to this. This is like a legit moral quandary <laughs> this is that like, we like, found oof, ourselves ooh, in. Like, because we, it's a gold mine. It's like, so this good. Dude would be a celebrity it's, if people oh, could discover oh, him. This dude would blow up. He would get yeah. famous in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, that's we the can't. thing. It's like it's like Stephen Bartman at the Cubs game. Mm-hmm. We just have to let him catch the ball and go back into obscurity. Yeah, yeah. Instead of turning him into like the societal pariah. Yeah, instead of yeah having like people like want to skin him alive because <laughs> the Cubs are bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, Fucking also, she goes, boys. I wanted to say, don't that website I mentioned earlier. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it might give you a computer virus, so like I'm not like trying to direct traffic there either. Yeah. Um. But on this particular issue, they had some fucking awesome justifications for believing that we've all been dead for a decade. Yeah. Uh, for one, and the obvious one, it's 2012, right? So the Mayans predicted. Yeah, it. the Mayan thing. Yeah. Um. Also, Nostradamus's predictions don't extend that far. Um. So another obvious one. But one that I thought was the best is they're like, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci never conceptualized any invention that came to exist after the year 2012 uh, because the timeline ends there and he couldn't see that far into the future. Um, so so there's that. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci, yeah. Some folks even go so far as to to claim that not only was the Earth destroyed in 2012, but the entire universe ceased to exist <laughs> over a decade ago. Cool. <laughs> we just haven't... I mean, think about it. It's fucked. What if it... You know, big if true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if CERN is performing all these crazy harmful experiments, um, and has actually accomplished their goal of, I don't know, just ending all of creation, I guess we don't have much to worry about, right? Wrong idiot. There's plenty to worry about. So while we wait for our perception to catch up on to the catch, catch on to the fact that we're fucking non-existent, uh, who's, who's behind all of this? That's a clown question. It's obviously the Illuminati. Okay. The Rothschilds, the Clintons. Uh, the reptilians, Jeffrey Epstein, Hunter Biden. Don't be a fucking yeah. dunce, okay? Yeah, well, that this one's stuff, true, yeah. This is all obvious shit. Why? Why do they want to do this? Why would they destroy all of creation? Uh, what do you mean, why? Have you even been listening to anything I've been saying in this episode? Okay? It's all about control, man. But Cam, but Cam, how can you control something that doesn't exist? That's too many questions, fucko. You're missing the forest for the trees, you know what I'm saying? Look, at the end of the day, you can't think too hard about the who's and the why's because you'll go cross-eyed on this shit. The important thing to remember is that there are people out there who are more powerful than you and they want to split your babies open and suck out that sweet, sweet baby goop like it's tapioca pudding. And every time you stop to ask yourself why, that's another baby you could have saved from becoming a human gogurt. And I so, want my gogurts. And I want my gogurts fresh, yeah. raw, and wriggling. Y'all owe me <laughs> five baby spines and I want my spines. I want my spines. So don't waste a minute on the details. Just remember. CERN is dead is bad and we're all dead because of it. Cool, great. Yeah. So that's that's it basically. I mean, there's way more that you guys can dive into on this one, uh but that's my little opinion piece about uh internet uh bullshit and CERN. Cool. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to contribute or add? We're getting a little long, I guess. Longer than I thought. Yeah, no, I I've got dinner plans, so I got to Oh, gotta, what do you got a little date? Yeah. No, I I'm going out with my brother-in-law. Oh, cool. Because uh, my sister and nephew are in Florida. Mm-hmm. They're getting a bunch of work done on their house. Yep. So he has to stay up, but we don't. Want, they don't want like a two and a half year old kid yeah. in a house while like the whole upstairs is being redone. So yeah. they went to my mom's place. Cool. My brother-in-law is up here by himself, so we're gonna hang out. 
You guys going to go to the pasta house? No, no we're going to La Frontera. Oh, I've, I've never been there, but you've told get me some, it's good. Uh, no, oh, I have, been there. And tacos. I have been there. Yeah, I got some margaritas and tacos, baby. There you go. Bam. There you go. Well, that'll yep. be fun. I hope you guys yep. have a wonderful time. Yeah. Uh, I guess if there's nothing else to add, uh, thank you guys for your patience over the past month, uh, letting our brave boy heal up. He sounds yep. and looks unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Seriously, you look great, man. You and, ready to fuck? Yeah, you look like fit and hale and hearty, and like it's you can tell that that shit was holding you down, like pretty yep. rough. So I'm happy that you're uh, you're back at it, and uh, we will be back. What next week? Will you be ready next week? Yeah, yeah, I'll be doing Ancient Mysteries next week. Yeah, um, and then I think it'll be early next month. We're gonna have a guest on, mm-hmm. um, so that'll be good. But yeah, cool. Yeah. And then I don't even I don't I haven't even decided what my next episode is going to be, but we'll try to get three or four out this month. So we'll 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 see you guys much sooner than last time. Well, we're probably not going to get four out this month. No, we're not because this is going to come out. I don't know soon, but um, we'll get three. We'll try to get three done this month. Um, yep. and on that note, uh, I wanted to just say so last month, despite only having two releases and neither of which uh, having a guest on who drew a ton of attention or whatever. <laughs> It was far and away our, our third best month of all time. So thank you guys so much for sticking around yep. and listening. It's uh, We really appreciate it. It's been yep. a lot of fun. And keep telling people about us. Yep. And, uh, you know, we spread by word of mouth. Uh, so, yeah, we appreciate yep. that. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, absolutely. Peace. Yeah. Later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Around this bitch and hang And I fucked your baby mama mama And I ain't say a thing They just came outside in 2020 Pull up in that 21 I pick my side, switches fully Then I'ma die for 21 I got plenty cars I hit plenty stars and then it come I said it plenty times I pay for bodies, I ain't pay for none You think I'm finna leave my bitch for you? She fuck future too I know that Vaughn hit her She put up on my block and Jimmy choose Shmurk Ooh, checks coming fast on that swoosh Ooh, give him to them straight Hundred proof Two hoes before it must be deja vu It's either that or I'm catching body number two Piggy swear you ain't scared when you heard yeah appear I'ma hop a 
about the bushes, me and push it, kill you, man. I'm just saying, I start to get used to the pain. Till one day I said, fuck it, my mama suits on the plane. Why you playing? Reaching the game, losing hand. Where you stand? Where was Jay at? Where was them at? Where he done that? Where he live at? Another headline, where you had at? Nigga, go home, where your kids at? They be on my nerve, they be on my nerve. Mm -mm. When we lost Verge, I was on the verge. Mm -mm. I just hit the Louis store, had to spurge. Mm -mm. We just made a silent movie with no words. Mm. Guess who topping now? Uh. God got me now. Uh. Guess who at Balenciaga? Guess who shopping now? Uh. They can't stop me now. Uh. I've been popping now. Uh. Cardi, where your sister at? I need Henny now. Mm -mm. I flew in and out, 150,000. Mm -mm. Now even when they shout, gotta shout me out. So ahead. Go ahead, mm-mm, not even close All of y'all is number two Ooh, checks coming fast, sound like swoosh Ooh, ooh, give them to them straight, hundred proof I thought I killed two hoes before, it must be deja vu It's either that or I'm catching body number two